I'll ask for iTunes reviews too. Sorry, I don't know why we don't have more. We do. We have thirty-eight now. Thirty-eight. We should have like a hundred. All right. Well, anyways. It's like a lot to ask someone to go out of their way. Well, I'm gonna demand it today. I'm not gonna ask. No, don't demand it. That's really annoying. If you were listening to a podcast and someone was like, "You must go rate me," <laughs> I would be like, "That's annoying. Turn it off." All right. Fair enough. Okay, welcome to Lisa Beach Meet episode 40. What up, beaters? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Starting strong. Uh, cheers, Jimmy. You uh, have a drink of that that sponsor that we have. <laughs> yeah. Keystone. What's the phrase? Bottled um, beer in a can? Bottled beer taste in a can. Grab a stone. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with water. So, cheers. Cheers. Happy uh, 40 episodes. Over the hill. That's crazy. Um, so I'm drinking water because I'm pregnant. Dun, dun, dun. Talked about that a couple times before. Yeah. And uh, we need to give you some background on why we've been so delinquent in um, putting a podcast up. It's Saturday, so we're three days late. That's it. Yeah, but so um, one, we were going to do a podcast, I think, like Wednesday night, Tuesday or Wednesday, and I got like 110% pregnant. I was like uber nauseous um, and so tired and it was awful but it was really like the only like morning sickness I've had out of the two pregnancies and I, I feel like okay now so I don't maybe I was just sick you know just you could have been good old-fashioned sick <laughs> it's that time of year yeah but um so just sorry sorry we weren't doing that um, I also maybe was sick because I got in trouble at work and um, had to be called in for a discipline meeting because <laughs> I just don't know how to shut my mouth. Um, and so that was taking up a lot of our time and energy this week. So we're here. Do you want to tell that story or no? Now. No one needs to hear that? No, we can go into it. It's an interesting story. And I think it really does um, pertain to like what's going on in the world right now, you know? Um, like with the, the Florida shooting on Valentine's Day. That student was a student that fell through the cracks, and uh, it wasn't like one person's fault. It was like fifty people. Yeah, it was like the whole school system's fault, and we're a part of a school system where we see kids fall through the cracks a lot. And it's I don't think our kids would be shooting up a school, but they're more likely to be killed in some drug activity or criminal activity, or in jail, or shot, or you know, some really awful things. So. That's frustrating as teachers that work in a urban school district. And what happened with my situation is, it's so silly. It's so <laughs> it's real silly. silly. And I'm going to make this as quick as possible because this is not about being vegan. This is just my life. Um, but I live right next to my high school that I work at. And there was a police post on the Facebook that said, please help us identify these people. They are stealing purses from ladies at the grocery store that I go shop at and the closest grocery store to our high school. So me, like I just I felt some responsibility to the neighborhood, to my community, to the West Side to help find these people. So like uh, like I just like such I don't want to stereotype, but like such a white woman move, you know, like I was just <laughs> Who like, are these delinquents? Yeah. Like I was just like, I got to get them. I got to do my part. So um, I printed off a picture and put it in my classroom. And I said, if you know who these people are, let me know, because they were suspected of hanging out with some of the students at our high school. Yeah. They were like high school age and our side of town. And we are. A, it's a really 
you know, it's an urban say it's part of Columbus, Ohio, but the west side where we live is it's, it's a own microcosm. Yeah, it's a community. It's a long, you know, generations of people that are tight. You know, all of our kids work at this grocery store. They do. Um, they live by us on our streets and they come into our classrooms. So it's 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 not just our job. It's, you know, it's the community. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so the picture was up for a couple weeks. No big deal. And I'm like I said in the beginning, I'm known to speak my mind and I don't really have a good filter on me. And I've come to realize that this is like one of my better qualities, but also one of my worst qualities. I'm sure Lisa Beats Your Meat listeners <laughs> don't know that about you. Uh, I can't help it, though. I don't know. That's just who I am. Like what pops in my head's coming out my mouth. I can't help it. Um, good, bad or indifferent. Anyways, I have this picture up and a student that I had knew the kids there was two of them knew the kids in the picture and he was enraged because um he he quote he said (laughs) said stealing's their business and you should let that go you're like you should take down the picture because that's their business and i was like well their business is stealing from ladies so i don't really like that but long story short he um he got really really violent and he like flipped my desk and threw everything off of my desk, uh, smashed my computer, took my laptop, threw it on the ground, and then picked it up and threw it against a like chalkboard wall. Um, Still working. I'm using it right now. Yeah, MacBook. <laughs> like indestructible. Didn't even crack the screen. It's insane. Um, but I mean, just destroyed and vandalized my room. Just went absolutely insane. And. Super upsetting. You know, I was like a mess. I took like two days off because I just like, I don't know. When something that violent happens to you and it was specifically to me and all my kids in my class are in danger. A, a student got hurt. Um, one of the things he threw off the desk hit someone in like the temple, which is a scary place to get hit in the head. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I was just really upset by it. And that's crazy. But what? I got in trouble for <laughs> was having this picture up because it apparently created a negative environment. Um, I can't. I don't <laughs> think I can speak on it any more than that because I. I really honestly think I might continue to get in trouble with the school district. Yeah, it's weird that, that you even have to explain mm-hmm. why that's silly, okay, or not okay. But again, we're social studies teachers too, so our like main goal when we walk into the room is to socialize our students yeah. make them part of their community it's and like their civics, government and you their, know yeah so i mean even if an english teacher did this it's it shouldn't have to be justified it's bizarre but yeah so that's what happened but i got disciplined for it yeah i had to go down and talk to hr and lawyers i did i had to talk to a lawyer and i you know i bit my tongue and i said i'm not going to put up another picture anymore but to tell me to like to try to like get me to show and convince myself that what I did was wrong was just not going to happen. And yeah. so I don't know. Things are really tough in public education right now. We work in a pretty typical public education that's I'm sure very indicative of a lot of schools out there. And the the just I don't know, like the no sense in the classroom is really upsetting. And I guarantee that some of this no senseness was in that Florida shooting when it was like this kid was expelled or, you know, called people called the police so many times. Yeah, and- it was just people passed the buck. We're busy. We're overworked. Right. Um, to, to sit down and deal with an individual, right. you know, troubled student. It's going to take a lot of somebody's day. 
Yeah. And and they just don't, they don't, people don't, I don't want to say people don't want to work, but it's sad to say that in a school district, um, they don't have to, so why would they? And that's super upsetting and super sad, but that's the honest to God truth. And the kid that destroyed my room destroyed another teacher's room like a month earlier. So, you know, that's a red flag. And instead of maybe, excuse my language, bitching at the teacher (laughs) for provoking the student, why don't we take the time to look at our resources and figure out what we can do for this troubled, this obviously troubled kid. And we're not doing that. We're just, he's he's freaking in jail right now. He's in juvie. Yeah. Well, Did I just like, did I like bend the, I didn't say anybody's names, right? No, you didn't expose anything. Okay. Um, Besides myself. Yeah. I'm going to be fired. No, that's a good story. Um, But on that note, Lisa's deciding or considering possibly leaving the business. Definitely. Um, We have Um, our, you know, a third kid on the way. I'm still going to teach. So Lisa's looking for some opportunities. Yeah. To help supplement the income. So, yeah, uh-huh. any business people out there, vegan-related, shoot us an email and let us know anything because... Yeah, um, we're doing a lot of research. Like, we've this show, thanks to the listeners, mm-hmm. has gotten to the point where we do have a lot of interaction. We do have a lot of listeners, um, but we never started this to make any money. No. Uh, we just want to get the word out there and the message out there. Um, but if there's any creative people out there that can help us come up with a way to maybe supplement the income a little bit without hurting the show. Yeah. You know, we're up into ideas. The integrity. Yeah. I mean, we can advertise vegan things. and uh, Like carrots and broccoli. Yeah. Or some of these products, I guess. Um, yeah. And we might eventually, but we're trying to look if maybe getting a little more creative than that. Yeah. That'd um, be cool. My kids, my students were like, I was like, I'm thinking about not working next year. And they're like, huh. Are you gonna? Is that okay? Like, <laughs> are you gonna, gonna be it? able to make it? <laughs> I like it as a cool challenge. Like, we're gonna be fine. It's yeah, okay. We have a lot of things we do to try to make ends meet, yeah. but we live a simple life. And, um, but in reality, you know, we we'd accept any advice. And if you, you know, if you have a product or you're trying to market something, we have a ton of listeners, and mm-hmm. um, we haven't really tried to market anything. We'd obviously never sell or. We're like the Craigslist, we don't man. Want. Yeah, the Cra- we're not selling out. <laughs> I think there's like 14 people working for Craigslist. Yeah. It could be like Facebook value. Right. And they don't. Well, anyways. Let's get into um, tonight. If you don't want to help us, at least go to iTunes and rate us because it helps yeah. us a lot. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, Lisa. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we, we're going to talk about questions that we get from people, I guess. Mm-hmm. We get a lot. And some of these have been brushed on before, but there's a couple that... I'm surprised we've never talked about, um, but we've had a few listeners ask us questions. Um, we've also been getting, picking my phone up, Lisa. She doesn't like that. No. Uh, we've also it distracts been, me. We've been getting a lot of uh, cool stories from people of how they got here. If you go back to our very raw first episode, no. Lisa and I shared our stories. Um, but That makes me cringe to think about that first episode. <laughs> I don't should... know what the hell I was doing. 40 episodes ago. No, we didn't have a clue. Um but it's a good one. I went back and listened to it. Um, but just to, this guy didn't want me to say his name, but um, he's an older gentleman. I was a huge meat eater for 60 years. Uh, many meds for the usual stuff, soft forks over knives. Um, Netflix, he says, saved his life. I mean, Netflix made me a vegan too, which is funny, even though I was with a vegan. He's 99.999% vegan, moving to 100 and Thanking the show. Um, he's lost 60 pounds, eating wonderful foods he never knew existed. That's kind of wow. um, something that I'm 
surprised about too. Mm-hmm. But she's never been happier, healthier, more energy, more compassionate. Um, one theme in all vegan stories, I guess, but almost everyone who emails us, they're just mad that they didn't figure it out sooner. Yeah. I'm glad I figured it out when I did, but again, could have been sooner. But that was just a nice email. We love to hear those Sorry. stories. Was that like a nod to me? You're like, could have known sooner. <laughs> yeah, you could have mentioned yeah, the benefits. I, I did yeah. when I first was hanging out with you, and you're like, that's stupid. Yeah, you gave me like a book, and I was like, this is silly. This is this is like it has a bias towards veganism in it. Yeah. Who would ever want to do? Whoever wouldn't want to eat meat, man. Yeah. Yeah. He you also talks about like that. the, uh, you know, the, the environmental and the moral and all that. It's just, it's a good feeling to not have to contribute to things mm-hmm. that hurt our environment or hurt animals or hurt, you know, just the world, know, the world, society, the fabric that binds us all together through humanity. Yeah, but that's not the topic. What um, is the topic? What's he what, didn't first question? Let's do it. Okay, one that we've gotten a few times that we've we dabbled in a little is aside from food. I think when we were deciding or trying to figure out what's the difference between plant based and vegan, most vegans it's not just what they eat. You know, it's leather and stuff like that. Is the question are you are you a lifestyle vegan or are you just a diet vegan? Well, they asked about leather, wool, down. What are alternatives like? What do we think about using or wearing those things? Okay. I really have nothing prepared for that. I'll but take, I thought I'll we could just have a conversation one. about it. Yeah. Um, well, I think there's a couple different types of vegans. It depends on why you're a vegan uh, to begin with. And a lot of people start with being a vegan through health reasons. And therefore, they're probably not going to feel bad or have any feelings towards wearing wool or leather because they're just doing it strictly for health reasons. I am like super compassionate and um, I've never uh, tried to wear wool or leather or Angora and silk. I just was never in the tax bracket of buying silk. So that just wasn't a problem Um, or like cashmere is from like silkworms. Um, I don't know. Whenever there's a living thing that's exploited in some way, it's usually a bad thing. But I don't wear any of that. So I I may um like I'm full fledged vegan. Like yeah. I don't wear products. I don't um like all my beauty products, if I'm using something right now that was animal tested, it's like the last time I buy it, you know? Like you know, you can't can't go into the world and know everything out the gate. So yeah, you whittle it out as you go. Little- easier to find that stuff out but there was a time where you just couldn't right you didn't know but um no i'm i'm your typical like i don't get down with anything but like jimmy you have leather stuff but i probably wouldn't let you buy leather again yeah I, and i wouldn't i mean we talked about i mean we talked about the first show if you go that, back to that because you're on we're on um, a fixed income now so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i can't afford leather <laughs> Uh, if if you listen to all these shows, you've probably heard a transformation from me. Yeah. Um, because you up like until, totally love animals now. Well, I I mean I appreciate that I'm not contributing to their what a their suffering. No, um, I'm but just kidding. That happened halfway through, maybe around episode twenty, when we had Nathan Runkle and his book. Yeah, because um, you know what? To be honest, I feel like you were kind of sucking up to him because you're like, this guy's a big guy. He's a big deal. So like, yeah, like, ugh, being mean to animals, the worst. <laughs> and then like, I feel like you thought about it and it was like, yeah, no, that is fucked up. No, like, it, was, it was the book. I mean, the book yeah. was really good. Um, What's it called? 
it's a really long title. It's like One Man's Quest. Uh, well, I think it's just called Mercy for Animals. Okay, yeah. And then, yeah, <laughs> One Man's it's Quest like a, to save every animal like on the earth 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea or something, a journey. Uh, but anyways, I I think and a lot of people have come to this through Netflix documentaries like this guy. And uh, then through, you know, changing their diet have learned what, you know, really is happening in the slaughterhouses and things like that yeah but leather and stuff i love the leather you know a like leather it's belt a, a leather... it's a good product right you know like it's a sturdy you know hardy product but we live in an age where we can get so many alternatives that that's not necessarily necessary anymore and if you want to see some really screwed up stuff uh where leather is made this is like the fast fashion thing um leather is not made in the United States. The regulations on it are terrible. The dyes and the chemicals they use to prepare leather are disgusting. Leather, I mean, they're coming from cows that are eaten. They're not like cows grown specifically for their leather. It's like, yeah, it's like a you know, I don't know, like a double whammy kind of thing. Um, but so it's like compassion wise, I'm like that. I don't want to eat that cow. I also won't want to wear its skin. Um, but the kind of like the production side of leather is really awful and yeah, it's a human like that. a humanitarian effort like you know the cultivating of it is really awful you're not going to find like ethical leather cuz like you said it's no. it's done outside of even our laws which are already incredibly unethical right and it's um, it's made in like india where the majority of clothes are made yeah, india and Bang- yeah, china and india is yeah. the, the number and like two taiwan places. um yeah these these places not only are they um, paying their workers, you know, pennies on the dollar. They're they're exposed to really, really horrific cancer disease causing things. And that yeah, I didn't know about the chemicals. I'm, you know, I'm like an animal lover, but I'm also a human lover. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um. I don't know. Like if you if you really dive deep, and it kind of sucks because once you get in this mindset, I was saying this the other day. Like I feel like I'm too woke. Like, it's just, like, everything. There's a problem with everything. Can I have anything? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, if you think about everything, it's, like, God, that, like, is killing children in Africa. I can't do anything. Um, But, that's I mean, that's not true. According to PETA, cheap dogs and cats could be in the mix for leather that you have, and you don't even know it. I would not put that past. South Korea, uh, the home of our Olympics right now, is has a wicked dog meat thing going on. Yeah, I heard that some Olympians like shut down a dog meat factory. Jeez, way to go, Olympians. We'll look that up and talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, but the dog meat thing, God, we could I, that like really, really grinds my gears. <laughs> like, come I, on. I mean, I it it bothers me, but the same way we say like, how do Americans separate a cow from a dog? Um, yeah, yeah. It's kind of in reverse. It's like I shouldn't be any more mad about dog meat than I am about no. cow meat. In fact, the cow to pig might be smarter than a dog. Yeah, um, but it's just it's just a dog, man. You <laughs> yeah. know, like I have a dog in my home. I would have a cow in my home if I could. I would have a pig in my home. I if was, I could. saw a picture of a pig laying on a bed today with the dog. Oh, so cute. Want a pig. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just. I mean, dogs. We've just grown to love them as you know your best man so or your best friend like i know it's it's not any worse well than that's gonna be any other animals our just... next topic okay dogs yeah but not yet don't eat them um 
Back to the leather, though. I mean, obviously, wool, there's alternatives to wool and down, you know. Yeah. Oh, down. Let me talk about down. People don't realize down. Um, That's just feathers, right? It is, but how do you think they got those feathers, man? They just fall off. Yeah. Birds flying over their factories. Beautifully. They're just like, go for a fly, and we'll just scoop up these off the ground. No, they pluck them out of them. That's really painful. Those aren't like, that's not like your hair. It's like way more attached to a bird than uh, <laughs> a hair follicle. Yeah, like and think about getting your hair ripped out. It's kind of painful. No, that's not. I don't like feathers at all, and it sucks because I really liked boas and I really liked using feathers in arts and crafts. But all of those come from birds, and I don't get down with any of it. There's tons of fake ones. No, too. there is not. That's funny you ask. There's not fake down. No, um, no, there's fake down. Okay, like, yeah. There, you get down alternative. Um, Blankets and those are actually I have allergies. Those are better so for I, allergies. I could never have down. Yeah, I didn't get down because those. I remember like being poked in the side of the face yeah. by like a feather once on my pillow, it's and weird. I was like, "This, this really is so like, comfortable." Feathers in here. Um, but the all those little feathers that are from like arts and crafts, those are from um birds, and I there I someone out there, please tell me there's some imitation feathers because I looked intensely online i don't know what i oh i know what it is <laughs> what i kind of remember this i wanted to be elton john for halloween oh yes and he had that awesome white jacket with the feathers and i wanted to recreate it but i had to switch up my halloween costume to share because i couldn't find any feathers well i appreciated <laughs> it long story Cher always wears a leotard yes yeah. <laughs> a little more yeah that was really risque <laughs> yeah our co-workers came over and he was like, put some pants on. <laughs> no, I refuse to. Anyways, feathers. I don't get down with those. Wool. Angora is. Um, I have no idea what that is. Angora is rabbit fur. Oh, yeah. I was um, getting down with that. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about fur. We should do a, a fur episode. No one has fur. People. No. These flipping rich bitches that are like popular in social media. Like 50 the Car- years ago. No. Dude. The Kardashians are like bringing back fur. I love me some Cardi B, but she was rocking like a full length mink. There's a lot of like yeah. rap artists that um, that's the most mom statement I've ever made. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of them. It's These like a hop people in their <laughs> fur. Well, they do. They want to like it's like showboaty. It's yeah, like, that's some pretty pimp stuff. Like, yeah, back but in it's the day. disgusting. Fur is if you're wearing a fur, it's not cool would you spray paint it if you saw it no but <laughs> but when i was younger and my mom would see a first she would go up to the lady and be like is that real do you want to know how many people die i i remember like i wasn't even embarrassed i was just like what's uh, this is normal i'd be mortified no i don't think it's just i don't see it that often yeah and a lot of it is fake it's um, a lot of it's fake and that's cool and a lot of companies have vowed to not use fur anymore yes which is super exciting that's awesome because you really don't have to. We have we live in such an advanced society. You don't need fur, like yeah. I don't know who like that's so pretentious. Well, we were joking about this with the leather too, but a lot of companies are moving towards imitation you know, stuff. Yeah, imitation stuff. And cars for a while started using like vinyl or pleather. Yeah. Like I really don't like upholstery in my cars mm-hmm. um, for many reasons. Uh, dog hairs and things get stuck to it and crumbs leather you can just wipe it down um, but for a while like cars and even luxury cars started going towards a synthetic mm-hmm. um, 
I'll admit we do have one car that does have leather in it. It's so really used. Yeah, right? it's 18 years old. So that's old, LJ, our old Land Rover. Yeah. Well, you um, bought that without my consent. Yeah, and that was a I'm long. That was a long time ago. But I'm pretty sure that's leather. But today, actually, um, Tesla just came out with a vegan leather um, joining BMW, Mercedes, Lexus, and Ferrari. So they're not just saying like we. I mean, it used to be. Like if you got a BMW with fake vinyl leather or something, mm-hmm. it was like embarrassing. Right. You got to get the real leather. Like oh. that's the pimp stuff. But now they're these luxury brands are kind of flipping that. Like yeah. you want you want true luxury. You want true like sustainability. Yeah. Here's our economical, you know, our ethical seats. Sports car with ethical seats. Yeah. So I assume the regular cars will follow suit. But I think a lot of them just have fake leather in them, anyways. Yeah. Or upholstery, whatever. I would assume so. Leather seems like it's real pain in the butt to get. Yeah, I to, would to do a whole car <laughs> seems a little intense. And to be, I mean, it it weathers nicely and gets comfortable, but it does crack and tear and look yeah. weird. Whereas the vinyl doesn't. It the vi- or the fake leather, whatever it is, it does adapt and grow mm-hmm. and stretch and mold over yeah. the years. But it never like cracks and rips and Science, spreads man. like leather. Yeah technology so who would have guessed i'm excited about that because i like german cars you know i was look, like looking up shoes or looking up clothes or even looking on amazon if you throw the word vegan in front of something even like i saw like on nordstrom's you could categorize yeah. clothing and shoes by vegan you can and some people like go out of the way to promote it as vegan but i don't know just Apparently, check to see if it's leather or not there's glue a lot yeah. of glue's not vegan, <laughs> and they like, use glue for, like, shoes and stuff. Um, Wasn't it, like, it was, like, you're going to send the horse to the glue factory? <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know what glue's made out of. Well, like you said, there's What's nothing. What's glue made out of? That's a good question. Look it up. Isn't it made out of? Horses? A real horse. What used Gelatin? to be, I think. Depends what kind of glue. Like, Elmer's glue. Like, I looked up... Uh, if my New Balances were vegan, yeah, they are. But New Balance, like most of our shoes are vegan, but there's a couple glues that we use that might be questionable. They weren't sure. Uh, well, as a company, I think you have to like really can't. You got to throw disclaimers out. So Says they glue? have a lot of collagen. Collagen is a key protein collagen. in connective tissues, cartilage, tendons, ligaments, as well as hides and bones. It's also the key ingredient in most animal glues. We made into gelatin. I'm just. Oh, that, that the question in? was, what do horses have to do with glue? Oh, okay. no. What's an Elmer's glue? Uh, Elmer's glue? Yeah, just like your basic school glue. Um, it's definitely a common question on the internet. Chemical-based. They're made from formulated... They're formulated from chemicals which are synthesized, created by man. These chemicals were originally obtained or manufactured from petroleum, natural gas, and other raw materials found in nature. Um, no, Elmer's does not make glue from horses or use animals <laughs> or animal parts. So hopefully your shoe company is using Elmer's glue to put your shoes together. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, well. So that's that's where we are on lifestyle vegan. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. We do. I do have some things that are leather. They're old. I didn't mm-hmm. buy them before I was vegan, and now that I am vegan, I'm not going to throw them out. That's um, fine. But I'm not going to repurchase anything. Yeah. Um, I don't buy new things that aren't vegan. I even switched to a f- cool, fancy new wallet that's like mm-hmm. plastic with like a rubber band around it. Yeah. And I buy super cheap like boots off Amazon that look leather, but they're cheap, so they're not. 
Well, because but the, I mean that's not super ethical. But, <laughs> Probably not. Um, but but there's not leather. Yeah, but by the time that those are like not in style, then you can just get another pair because that's how fast fashion works. All right, moving on. Uh, so big question I've gotten from a few people. A few list a few that, beaters out that there. Lisa doesn't know much about, which is interesting. Um, I don't know an ounce about this. Pet food. Um, particularly dogs and cats. This one gets pretty well, tricky. Pet food in regards to vegan, right? Yeah. Like what are I you know, gonna... I know about pet food. Yeah. Well, should Sam your... gets like the most? He gets the freaking like, most expensive pet food there is. And it's not vegan. No, it's seafood based. It smells like fish. Yeah. Food. But that's the question. Some people think like if this is my lifestyle. And I'm doing it especially for health or ethical reasons. But I love my pet. Why wouldn't I share this with my pet? Yes. Um, so there's some yeses and nos. So we can start by looking at, I've read a few articles that said, do not do this. Okay. Um, so we'll start with that. But then there are some articles that say it's cool. Do, okay. Well, but I want to start because we did an episode about our teeth and carnivores and how we use the argument that we do not have carnivores carnivorous teeth yeah, and so that we or shouldn't digestive systems or digestive systems but a dog definitely does sort of a dog? cat definitely is a carnivore okay um, but dogs could eat like raw anything and di- their stomach acids are crazy yeah i mean they can eat like i had a dog that ate like a towel once <laughs> <laughs> um but i guess dogs are arguably omnivores or yeah but that's the both, right? Yeah. Um, but cats, so if you have a cat, it's a little more difficult. Well, they're we just don't. more difficult in general. Yeah, cats are jerks. Sorry, yeah. cat people. I think cats are cute, but I'm allergic to them, so I've never really gotten too close to one. <laughs> <laughs> but they poop inside. That's weird. Okay. Let's. Um, anyways, uh, but they're definitely carnivores. Why? Why more so than dogs? Uh, I guess in the wild, they're like, they come from like lions and stuff, yeah. right? They just rip meat. But okay. dogs, I guess, would in their natural habitat eat a lot of just vegetables really? and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes Plants. sense. Yeah, like cats definitely are out to hunt. Like cats when they're on the loose hunt. Dogs when they're on the loose, like like a dog will like chase a fly for forty minutes. Yeah. Like he'd play Sam would play with like a squirrel. You know, like he's not going to get that squirrel and be like, oh, I want to eat you. He's like, holy crap, I got a squirrel. What do I do with it? Well, the first article I read along those lines was from WebMD. If you want to follow along, um, I'll link it in the show notes. But the first quote was trying to feed a cat a vegan diet would be like me trying to feed a horse some meat. You're taking a whole species of animal and trying to force it to eat something that it isn't designed to handle. So, like, with your question there, I guess a vegan diet for a dog or a cat is, like, putting a herbivore on meat. It's not natural. Right. Yeah, it's not natural. Like, their teeth are not meant to eat just strictly plants. But you're saying that a dog eats more plants. They eat more plants. They can both do it. I mean, we can do... We can do an all-meat diet. We're not going to die tomorrow. We can do an all-plant <laughs> diet. We're not going to die tomorrow. Good um, advice. I guess that's the point of the show. And it's kind of hard to figure out if it would make them live longer. I'm um, really gunning to have Sam live as long as he can. Yeah. Well, so here's the big issue, I guess. Help Let's say me. with cats, it's 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 a big no-no. It's really difficult. Dogs as possible, but really difficult. Remember, I'm still on this WebMD article that... 
I would say is trying to tell you not to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, vitamins A and D, obviously very important, um, but dogs can't get the vitamin D through their skin like we do. Okay. Um, so we can get it from the sun. They can, I guess. So it needs to be in their diet. Mm-hmm. Um, it needs to be D3, which comes from animal sources, not D2, which comes from plant-based sources. Okay. So you have so to kind of... they need some meat. They need to supplement if they're on a vegetarian or vegan diet. Okay. Um, people and dogs can use D2 to some extent, but cats really need the D3. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa take that as you will those cats really need that D Uh, I don't know what tor or much about taurine okay I've been saying that right I don't know that's in all like the caffeine drinks yeah dogs can make it if provided the right building blocks through dietary protein cats cannot make their own at all Um, and it's regarded as an essential amino acid in the species of feline or cat Okay. It must be present in adequate amounts in the diet. So both species can suffer from that deficiency, and that seems to be the most common if people do put their pets on a vegan diet. Okay. Um, a cat or a dog, that seems to be the first red flag. If the dog is not acting right or sick, it's usually because of taurine deficiency. Okay. A um, couple other risks are inadequate total protein intake. They need a lot of protein. Um, imbalance of the amino acids, such as the taurine. Um carotene uh deficiency in vitamins and minerals b vitamins obviously b vitamins calcium phosphorus iron so, so they're saying they're just not gonna get all that as much as they would if they're just eating meat yeah so like us they turn to nutritional supplements actually we only supplement b12 but mm-hmm. you'd need more supplements for your dog and maybe okay. cat if you want to go that far there's ways to get around it obviously with and there, there are vegan pet foods out there Okay. Um, so we'll get Are to they a million dollars? <laughs> I actually didn't look at the prices. But PETA, shockingly enough. Um, PETA doesn't think you should have a pet. Do they really not think you should have a pet? Yeah, but that's like on the theoretical level. And I, um, I agree in some regards. It's like the way that I wouldn't feel having like a pet tiger is cool. That I feel like those animals should be left in the wild and that they shouldn't be here for my um my pleasure you know yeah but once they've already been taken out well like my leather do- belt like domesticated <laughs> animals like dogs and cats or you know whatever um that's one thing as a pet because and also you have to keep in mind that we have a crazy overpopulation of dogs and animals so if you're looking for a dog or a cat like go pick up one from the pound they need a home desperately so yeah you know, get as many as those as you want. Yeah, you're saving and helping an animal. Yeah, but like to go out of your way to get like a breeder dog or something, like that dog is you specifically kind of like bred it for your own pleasure and that i don't necessarily agree with that i just feel like there's enough (laughs) the irony here is that lisa rescued a labradoodle yeah (laughs) well my ex-husband got him a designer dog but it was but he's from a shelter foster foster he's not a designer dog in that most people get labradoodles because they're hypoallergenic and they don't shed and sam sheds more than the average dog and i'm allergic to them yeah so like i'm pretty sure what happened was that someone got him from a breeder and they're like bad bye he sheds what the heck (laughs) this is a dud yeah and then they gave him back and then i was like i'll take him he's pretty cool though i like poodle in anything yeah my mom has a schnoodle Mm-hmm. Uh, that I think was rescued too, but um, 
And yeah, you know, if, if you want, even... if you want a poodle related dog, there's just so many rescues out there. Like petfinder.com um you can go in and type like i'm looking for this specific dog and they'll give you a rescue group of that type of dog close to your home so that's this my stance on i don't know where we yeah well then what that. do you feed it so Peta says if you've been feeding your companion animals commercial pet food which we have we buy really special pet food so i buy sam super expensive special Food, and then I also always put wet dog food in there and because I heard that one of the biggest problems was that they're dehydrated and that they need more like water or hydration in their life. So I try to put that wet dog food there. Yeah, not to put you on blast. We'd like to keep it real here at Lisa Beach Your Meat. Yeah. That's probably not good. What? <laughs> what we're feeding him, the wet dog food. No, it is. It just needs to be hydrating. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying there's probably more ethical, oh. high-quality wet dog foods oh, than yeah. Purina or whatever. But we as we mentioned the beginning of the podcast, we're on one single income now. <laughs> we <laughs> may drive a Land Rover, but it's <laughs> as old as we are. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but So a lot of supermarket pet foods are composed of ground-up parts of animals deemed like by the USDA as unfit for human consumption. So yeah. they sell it to these pet food places. And just like us, you know, a lot of this is going to lead to death and disease and Mm -hmm. cancer and heart disease. And believe it or not, animals are showing more of that than they used to. That's terrifying. Um, The quality of meat and the production of poultry and meat and whatever is ending up in your dog food, that that quality has continued to decrease, Mm -hmm. much like the health of pets, just like our meat has decreased in quality and our health has decreased. So... There are actually a lot of, oh, this is interesting. So all this stuff, and even PETA was like, ah, you got to be super careful. And then I read that the in 2002, the Guinness Book of World Records, the oldest living dog in 2002 was a 27-year-old Border Collie who only ate rice, lentils, and organic vegetables. What? The dog was 100% vegan. Damn it. <laughs> it was a Border Collie. And it's the oldest living dog in 2002. Obviously, I don't know. I didn't look into the details of that specific dog, if, it, if there was some supplements, but going to function yeah. maybe better than others, depending so on the breed, Sam blah, blah, blah. Vegan? I don't, th- I, I don't know. I so, used to make Sam his own food. So yeah, that's what PETA has a lot of recipes for people that want to make their own food and then they recommend supplements that you could feed your dog. I would just say, if you love your dog, even a tenth of as much as Lisa loves her mm-hmm. dog, you got to be really careful, um, and you probably need to talk to a vet. Probably need to pay attention. Maybe get tests, blood tests, to see if yeah. they're deficient in things, or just try it and see how they act. Yeah, um, there's a good uh, documentary on Netflix, and it's not about the vegan debate of you feeding your dog, but it's about dog food and how um, there's just huge controversy about it and all the really nasty things that go into it if you're buying kind of like low-grade dog food. It's called Pet Fooled. Um, it's where like after World War II hit, um, all dog food was made in cans, but um, after World War II, they needed those cans to go towards the war effort, so they they created the kibbles and bits thing, like, like- uh, the dry dog food, and that's what we started feeding our dogs, but that's not um, necessarily, I guess, so good for like their hydration. They need more liquid in their diet. Um, but then kibbles is good for like your teeth. So I don't know. You know, I'm not a vet, and I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, there's 
companies out there trying to do it. Okay. Um, we don't know anything about these companies, so I'm not advertising for any of these. But lentils, it um, is for Sam tomorrow. One thing I read was called like Veg Pet or V E G E Pet. Okay. Um, it's a company that will sell you supplements and then recommend vegan recipes to make your own dog food. Okay. And then give them these supplements. Um, I don't know. That seems like a lot. Uh, but they have special formulas for like kittens and puppies and yeah. shit like that. Um, but something I was more interested in, you know, I personally think a dog probably is a carnivore. Carnivore, but if we can trick their bodies into living longer as an mm-hmm. omnivore, who knows? But to be honest, I think a dog, much like a human, is kind of plant based. Yeah. Um, they should get a lot of their protein maybe from meat, but it should be supplemented with high fiber stuff that I don't I All I right. have no idea. I, and Sam I, loves edamame. He's Sam obsessed. loves everything. No, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't like bread. No, that's weird. Yeah, what dog do you give like bread to? And he's he'll put it in his mouth and then I'll spit it out like when I'm not looking because he think I think he thinks it's rude to not <laughs> eat it. <laughs> well, I looked around. I just googled ethical dog food, and there's companies out there that you know they're very very transparent about every ingredient in their that's in good. their food, and I think that's that's the most important. If you're grabbing a big bag of shit off the Hibbles. grocery store shelf you don't know what's in there and yeah. they don't even know what's in there but this one thing popped up was called openfarmpet.com there's a bunch of them out there they'll tell you exactly where the ingredients are coming from they're coming from you know grass-fed animals that graze and they're not in factory farms and blah 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 um so it's i mean it's up to you obviously all of this we're still learning so i want to make sam's dog food so yeah there's a lot of websites that show you recipes and then supplements sam's um, gonna get a homemade dinner but sam's like a beast yeah. I don't know. We'd have to see. And there's some of those like super dog foods out there. I mean, when my, so before Lisa and I were married, I had a dog that died of cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, super healthy, pit bull, um, Labrador mix, also a rescue. Um, she was awesome. But when she got, when she was like 12, she started developing to, like really cancerous tumors and mm-hmm. um, took her quickly. And it was just insane. Like when I went to the animal hospital, there was like a whole entire cancer wing. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Where are we at these days? Um, but technology has gone. It's it's the same with humans. It's actually going to be our next topic. You know, we've we've gone so far in the direction of fixing the problems that we're causing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish we knew more about how to prevent animals from developing these problems. But I think that's going to be very specific to your own dog and your own your time that you want to invest in your dog, yeah, because they're all different breeds and they're different mixes and mutts and. Whatever. We're gonna start a blue apron for dog food. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> like send <laughs> fresh food every meal. I'll have to find out what this twenty-seven-year-old dog to was saute eating. Saute these mushrooms in this cremini sauce. You know, my justifications for the vegan diet are always, you know, longevity. Who's yeah. living the longest? What are they eating? Yeah. Um, so maybe we could do a little more research on that for pets. But uh, but PETA obviously is a good source for that. It's a really, you know, well-documented article that they wrote. I'll also link that to the show notes. Um, but like I said, there's some supplementing that you'll probably have to do. But there's also a lot of vegan pet food recipes out there that have the things that you need. You just have to be super, super Cognizant. specific about what yeah. you're giving them. And you have to pay a lot of attention to it. But there's also vegan dog food. Like you said, it probably costs a lot, mm-hmm. but they pay attention to that. They do that all for you. It all comes in the bag mm-hmm. and you pour it out and it's got yeah, all the supplements. Lisa Beats Your Meat dog food. Yes, coming to a store <laughs> near you. It comes in like a Ziploc bag. 
yeah. like a marker name on it. I deliver it to your door. Um, I'm like, oh, wow. And um, one more thing that I came across that I thought was hilarious. Um, who's our favorite vegan doctor or plant-based doctor, I should well, say? Well, I got a couple. I have my favorite. Yeah, who's your favorite? Dr. Garth. Oh, that's your new favorite. Oh, Dr. Furman? Yeah, Dr. Furman. Um, he has a whole page. Oh, where did it go? Yeah, he has a whole page on the- How to be a nutritarian, nutritarian dog. Nutritarian dog, yeah. Hit that up in the, put that in the bio. That'll also be in the show notes, but it's Dr. Furman slash, you know, blah, blah. Well, I'll put that in there. But he has the healthy hound raising a nutritarian dog. So he's done a lot of um, scientific research on what a pet, specifically a dog- Needs. Um, needs. So if you're looking for cat info, sorry, we don't have that or a cat, but- um, you can call Lisa's mom. She has like 14 of them. Oh, my God. What? How many cats does your mom have? She has like five or six. I don't know. <laughs> I saw one yesterday. And I yeah. really like his name. Larry David. It's awesome. Yeah. My mom has a cat named Larry David. He was just kicking it. Yeah. He's um, huge. Any animal that enters into my parents' home gets literally obese because they're all <laughs> they're all rescues and they all kind of have like terrible stories so my mom's just like i'm just gonna fatten you up 100 <laughs> percent. that's fine yeah that's yeah that's another way people treat their animals which is nothing wrong with you know you, you don't have to try to make them live forever but yeah give them a happy healthy you know comfortable mm-hmm. lifestyle my mom had all um, the grandkids over at her house the other day um so there's four of them there and then you know one on the way and uh my mom was like, ooh, five kids here. That's a lot. And I was like, five? Who's, who's five? <laughs> she, she, was, she was like, Benton, which is her dog. She's oh, like, yeah. He's like a kid. Like, okay, mom. He's cool. I like Benton. Yeah. But I don't mean to trash cats. I'm cool with cats. I just don't. Okay. I can't have them. Cool with the cats. Um, but the nutritarian diet, this is strictly for dogs, but um, it's, it's a cool page. It's got a lot of details, but- Based on all of his study and research, and it's all documented, blah, blah, blah. Um, the nutritarian human eats 0 to 10% of their calories from animal products. So, again, Furman's not a vegan. Mm-hmm. He's a plant-based um, and strives for over 90% whole natural plant food, um, where a canine, according to Furman, should eat 15 to 30% of their calories from animal products and strive for 70% of their calories from whole natural plant foods. So there are a lot of arguments out there that dogs okay. are omnivores. All right. They should consume some veggies. Veggies. Isn't there vegetables in yeah. Sam's food? Yeah, there are. It's not just straight. Yeah, like animal his protein. his treats are like peanut butter and sweet potato based. Yeah. I actually used to make Sam dog treats too. That's God, bizarre. Sam, I used to like really do it up with you. Yeah, and you had babies. Yeah. Baby. Now, Sam's a, a handsome dog. Maybe we'll use his picture for this show. We should. Um, so he re- he gives all these like recipes and raw things to feed your dog that are super healthy and obviously a good warning we should say right now um onions, garlic, grapes and raisins can Don't like, do it. Can they can kill your dog. Yeah, those are real bad. People and like people always know the chocolate, but the onions and garlic and grapes, I don't think people know as much. Yeah, I knew Don't a- give your dogs that stuff. Dog almost died from eating some grapes. Yeah. It was a really cute dog too. It survived. Um, was it's weird in college. because I've definitely heard a lot of stories like I've had dogs who've eaten an enormous amount of chocolate that I'm like, oof, that's a I don't know if they're going to make it. But the onions and garlic and grapes one like that's they're not going to make it. Yeah, that's I've heard that taking dogs. I haven't. I mean, the chocolate I've, thing. I've never heard a dog dying of chocolate. Me neither. We had our my pit bull ate uh, 
entire tray of brownies once. Yeah, it's like a, a lot whole of chocolate. Tray, and I called the vet, and she was like, "It's actually not that much chocolate." <laughs> She's like, "You think it is, but it's just brown." It was like box brownies. Yeah, and we just had to feed the dog like rice, rice yeah. for a week. So like, look at that. We're gonna throw some rice. some vegan food in there to <laughs> force it out of your body. Um, but and same thing like soft dog bones and stuff. Um, they, they can splinter and shatter yeah. and stuff. So you gotta be really careful about what you feed your dog if it's not dog food. Yeah. If you're just gonna feed it your food. Um, you're not supposed to feed them. Again. Um, but like bad, okay. All right, hold on. No, you're not supposed to feed your dog like <laughs> bad ta- people food though. Yeah, like macaroni and cheese. Yeah, like that stuff. Don't be feeding that to your dog. Yeah, but you can feed them like apples or almonds or apricots or asparagus. This is this whole list from Dr. Furman. Pineapple, mango, mushrooms. Do you think asparagus tangerines? makes the dogs, the dogs pee smell weird? I uh, don't know. Or can they smell it? That's an experiment I don't want to try. No. But again, um, unfortunately, this is not a resource for you <laughs> to, to go to to figure out this episode. Like yeah. What well, to feed this your is dog. just a conversation. Yeah. It's just to kind of to say that it's possible. And there's a ton of good resources. And I'll link the ones that I've researched. Um, but if you personally want to f- I mean, I guess the one thing I would shy away from is just grocery store dog food, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like like the human, know what you are putting into your- Your dog. Your animal. Your yeah, your precious, dog or your cat or what, even your freaking goldfish. Like, if you care about it and you love it, what you're feeding it is- It's important. It's its, it's, it's main source of life is the foods and nutrients you consume, so- Sam's um, getting some lentils tomorrow. Pay attention to it. Sam literally just looked at me and was like, ugh. <laughs> Can I have some cheese or something? He's like, why is my mom so weird? Has he ever had cheese? Dogs really like cheese. He didn't like cheese. No? No. Good. Smart man. Yeah. Um, He was like, my body doesn't produce lactase. I don't know what that is. Well, I guess we'll we'll follow up with this one because we don't know. But you do make sure you buy, Sam, like really good quality food. Yeah. Um, I can tell by how much it costs that it better be high quality. Super expensive. Yeah, we get it from Amazon, but... um, We'll see. Maybe we'll experiment with this a little bit. How old yeah. is Sam? Um, he's going to be six on May 24th. Eh, that's pretty old. Yep. We had a birthday party for him last year, remember? Oh, yeah. I made every, <laughs> I like had a bar uh, reserved, like a table. And we have I, some Europeans listening. Yeah, I had um, a cake. Oh, Bru- Brewdog. Brewdog came to America and their first factory in america is in outside of columbus ohio yeah and they obviously like dogs hence brew dog right so there was like a flyer that was like have your have a party with your dog and i was like uh okay (laughs) got it so i they gave us a cake that was shaped as a bone and it was only for the dogs and then i don't know we got little like doggy bags and it It looked way better than it tasted i could not taste it because it looked so good (laughs) done it was disgusting because it was for dogs <laughs> but it had like icing on it and stuff i'm done all right that it was, was really lisa good. beats your meat um yeah i guess that could be it uh, um we we get a lot of questions those were kind of the ones that have come up the most yeah but we'll hit some more up soon. email us with any other questions you know yeah what do you want to hear about i mean we've been getting really nerdy lately yeah and we're going to again the next episode um will be soon and we're going to talk about the costs of the American diet okay. um, in terms of healthcare. I'll try super not to be exciting. super pregnant and or get in trouble at school. Yeah. Well, but I can't help it, you know. Again, if you have any ideas for 
uh, Lisa, as she considers a new path in life, mm-hmm. um, well, we might have uh, some new stuff coming up in the new year. But that's 40 episodes. 40 episodes. Freaking awesome. Yeah. All right. You got to, like, you going to beg for subscriptions or anything? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to Lisa's Instagram. <laughs> That's my favorite. Okay. Um, Lisa beats your meat on Instagram and then Lisa beats meat on Twitter. But again, if you want to help the show, some people, somebody, somebody emailed us the other day and was like, I love your show. It's amazing. I get so much good information from, but I can't share it with anybody because of your language. Okay. Um, Cut it out, Jimmy. That's fine. Um, but if you are in that camp and you like us, but you don't want to tell your mom about us um, and you want to help us, go to iTunes and just rate us five stars. Even yeah. if you don't use iTunes, that's just seems to be the main place. But on Podbean, we've climbed up to the top. Yeah. We appreciate the beaters for helping us get the there. Beaters. <laughs> um, but again, this, this show is, you know, for us and it's for our listeners. And if you have any input, please email Lisa Beat Your Meat at gmail.com. Yep. Or message Lisa on Instagram or Twitter. Hit me um, up, man. We don't really use the Facebook much, but it's there. The Facebook. We'll get those messages. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Well, this was Lisa Beat Your Meat, episode 40. Hope we um, stirred up some intellectual questioning about your dog food um, quandrum. Yeah. And if you're doing it, tell us what you're doing. We'll oh, talk about please. it. Yeah, we, we haven't done it. So if you're out there doing it, um, I think the people who have asked us about it are trying. It, so. Please. Yeah. Please let us know how it's going. Or if you did it and you didn't like it or, you know, you're just starting it. Whatever. Just let us know. And um, sorry I talked to, oh, sorry, took so much time in the beginning to talk about my personal life, but that was going on. So. It's a super cool story. I'll, I'll put the pictures in the show notes oh my of God. your room. Please don't. Viciously <laughs> destroyed. <Yeah>. No, <laughs> I won't. But 41's my favorite number, so that's going to have to be a really good show. Okay. All right. I'm excited about it. All righty. That was Lisa Beach Beat, episode 40. Yep. Good night.